الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد We were in the explanation of the kitab Muqaddimatul Ajrumiyah Ama Muqaddimatul Ajurramiyah Both ways it's said we were taking the eight things that you can do i'rab of. We finished last lesson, ism mufrad. And we spoke about what a ism mufrad means, a singular noun. We also spoke about a muthanna, a dual, and what it means. We also spoke about jam'u al-taksir and the meaning of Jam'u Taksir is Taghiru Bina'i Mufradihi. It is the changing of the structure of the singular when it becomes a broken plural. And we spoke about the types of changing that happens. Six types, right? We spoke about that. We also spoke about Jam'u um, Al-Mu'annath Salim. And what we said is that Jam'u Al-Mu'annath Salim Calling it that name is inaccurate and it's not uh, correct because, yes, it is Jama' and it is Muthanna, uh, Mu'annath, sorry, it is Mu'annath, it is Jama' and it is Mu'annath, like it's not Salim. Salim meaning when it changes from singular to plural, the structure of the word does change. We also did um, And what we mentioned is that the Is the If loosely translated in English It is the present verb Nothing connects to it from the ending and what we said that can connect to the ending of the fi'l mudari' is three things. The first thing is, it becomes af'alul khamsa. And af'alul khamsa, it basically is the fi'l mudari' that has at the ending of it, aliful ithrayn, wawul jama'ah, it becomes what? Yaf'alani. And taf'alani. Or yaf'aluna and taf'aluna. Or taf'alina. The word was yaf'alu and taf'alu. It becomes yaf'alani and taf'alani. Alif and noon at the ending, right? Or يَفْعَلُونَ تَفْعَلُونَ وَوَنُّونَ the ending which is وَوَلْ جَمَعَةً or تَفْعَلِينَ which is يَا الْمُعَنَّثَةِ الْمُخَاطَبَةِ don't worry we're going to take that today inshallah it's called أَفْعَالُ الْخَمْسَةِ it can turn into any of those the فِعْلْ مُضَارِعِ الَّذِي لَمْ يَتَّصِلْ بِأَخِرِ شَيْءٍ that we're talking about it can't have at the ending أَلِفُ الْإِثْنَيْنِ وَوَلْ جَمَعَةً or Nunu Tawkeed and Nunu Niswa. 
النون التوكيد النون النسوة if they enter into the fi'l mudari' it doesn't even become a mu'rab at all it is mabni that you always have to remember that's the only time when a fi'l mudari' is never mu'rab when a noon tawkid or noon niswa is at the end of the word don't ever do i'rab of it okay what does i'rab mean we haven't taken that in details yet we're going to come to i'rab in more details inshallah ta'ala and what mabni means all you just need to know is that that's what can happen that which is what cannot happen we also spoke about the muthanna right and we said that the muthanna is what did we speak about the muthanna yeah we haven't okay we're going to take the muthanna today we spoke about the jab'u al-mu'annath al-salim right the jab'u al-mu'annath al-salim what did we say it is it's ma jumi'a bi alifin wa ta'in mazidatayn sah that's what we said that's the correct way of looking at it. It is any verb, uh, sorry, any noun that an alif and a ta has been added to it. We did do the muthanna. I said the muthanna is ma laysa bimufradin. It is what is not a mufrad. Wala majmu'an, and it's not also plural. Wala mulhaqan bihima. The Muthanna, I said, is whatever is not. The Muthanna, that was the Isim Mufrad, sorry. That was the Isim Mufrad, sorry. So the Isim Mufrad, we said it was what? Ma laysa Muthannan is whatever is not a Muthanna. Wala majmu'an, and it is not a plural. Wala mulhaqan bihima, and it's not mulhaqul jama' or mulhaq of a what? A Muthanna. وَلَا مِنَ الْأَسْمَاءِ الْخَمْسَةِ And it can't be from Asma'i Al-Khamsah. Today we're going to take a Muthanna. What is a Muthanna? What is a Muthanna? It's lafzun dalla ala lafzun Al-Muthanna is a what? Lafzun Dalla Ala thnaini It's lafzun dalla ala thnaini Hayya Wa aghna عن المتعاطفين بزيادة في آخره صالح للتجريد وعطف مثله عليه
What is a muthalla? In English, it's very easy. It is dual. Lakin, it's here, lafdun dalla ala thnaini. It's a word that shows two. Lafdun dalla ala thnaini. It's a word that shows two. Wa'agna anil muta'atifaini. And it suffices you for you to have to bring atf of the word twice. For example, Al-Amirani So when you say Zahaba Zahaba Al-Amirani It was basically what? Zahaba Al-Amiru Wal-Amiru, right? That's how it was, right? It's Al-Amir Wal-Amir, صح? Wa'agna This Alif and Noon Have sufficed me From doing Anil Muta'atifayni For me to bring both of them I don't need to صح? This Alif and Noon Has sufficed me What does it suffice me from? It has sufficed, sufficed me from bringing the word twice. How? And the way that it sufficed me is an additional thing that was being added to the ending, which is the alifiyah. And if I want to, I can strip it from the word, the alif al nun, and it becomes a word. Al-Amirani. So it's not a word that was just found like that. I can take it off if I want to. <laughs> strip it whenever I want to. Salih tajrid. It will accept me to strip it from it whenever I want. عليه, and the word like it can be mentioned with it, which is Al-Amir and Wal-Amir. You think all of that being mentioned, there's a reason. Because of the Mulhaq. The Mulhaq is different. The Mulhaq is found like that. And it's not Salih tajrid. You can't strip it. Kilta. It's a word like that And it shows two But you cannot There's no kilt and kilt Never Are we all together brothers? This is the meaning of Al-Muthanna That's what Muthanna means Simple terms It's dual But the Arabs They only call a Muthanna A word Muthanna When it's what? When it meets that definition Which is Lafzun dalla ala thnaini وَأَغْنَى عَنِ الْمُتَعَاطِفَيْنِ بِزِيَادَةٍ فِي آخِرِي صَالِحٌ لِلْتَجْرِيدِ وَعَطْفِ مِثْلِهِ عَلِيهِ That's what it is. That's to them, that's when it's considered a muthanna. I repeat. Lafdun, it's a word. دَلَّا عَلَى ثَنَيْنِ It shows two. وَأَغْنَى عَنِ الْمُتَعَاطِفَيْنِ And it suffices you from having to bring it twice. I don't need to say أَمِيرَ 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 I don't need to say that. I'm sufficed. Who's sufficing me? بِزِيَادَةٍ فِي آخِرِهِ Alif and Noon. At the ending has sufficed me from that. I don't really need to repeat it myself twice. I don't have to say ذَهَبَ الْأَمِيرُ هُوَ الْأَمِيرُ It suffices me. Just the Alif said, don't worry. بِزِيَادَةٍ فِي آخِرِهِ صَالِحُ لِلْتَجْرِيدِ And whenever I want, I can strip the Alif and Noon from it. صَالِحُ لِلْتَجْرِيدِ 
it accepts that to be stripped from it. And then it will turn out to be a what? A singular word. If you take in the alif and noon doesn't make the word singular, means that this word is not a what? It's not a muthanna. What is it? It's called mulhaqul muthanna. Are we all together, brothers? It's called mulhaq. If you can never take the alif and noon off it, and it will turn into a singular word. If it doesn't, it's called mulhaq. Mulhaqul muthanna takes the ruling of a muthanna, but it's not called a muthanna. It's dealt with like a muthanna, but it's not a muthanna. And you can also connect a word like it with it. So for example, Al-Amir and Wal-Amir. Two times you can mention it if I want to. In other words, I can say, ذهب الأمير والأمير. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just not, it's not eloquent. You can just say, ذهب الأميران. Why do you say, ذهب الأمير والأمير? Like, is it wrong? No. So you can do atf of the word like it if you want to. Does that make sense? In what way? What way? It won't come back to the original. It won't come back to the same root. Like in the Muthanna can also, the, change, the word can change. Can it not change? From when it becomes a, sec- a dual? Yeah, it doesn't come back to the original. It doesn't, sahih. Like, I don't see how that's a re- the same as a Jam'u Taksir. Because jam- some Jam'u Taksir, if you just take one word off it, it becomes Jam'u Taksir. It becomes singular. There's some words in Jam'u Taksir, it's a ziyada. If you take the ziyada off, it becomes a singular again. No, it can't become a singular. There's no such thing as a singular in a mulhaq. Mulhaq doesn't have a singular. There is no such thing as a singular. The word was found as a dual hakada wujid. Does that make sense? Yeah? The word was found like that. Okay. Now we're going to go into Asma'ul Khamsa. Now this is the trickiest one, which is Asma'ul Khamsa. Asma'ul Khamsa are six sisters. They are what? They are six sisters. They're all related. And they all have the same ruling in terms of I'rab. We'll go into that in more details. What are they? In Ajrumiya, you only take that it's six, like in, in Mutamima, you take it seven. Sorry, it's six. But in Ajrumiya, you take it five. That's why you say Asma'ul Khamsahiya. Like when you come to the Mutamima, you learn that it's an extra one that wasn't mentioned. And again, that's the job of the Mutamima. The Mutamima will add things on it. So, it's these six Abu, Abuka, 
أبوك أخوك حموك فوك ذو علم أبوك أخوك حموك فوك ذو علم Okay Those are They're called what? They're called Asma'ul Khamsa The five The five sisters What are they? And what do they do? Okay These five that you've just taken They are Mu'rab I'rab is done for them They are what? They are Mu'rab Like for them to be Mu'rab They have to meet Two conditions The first condition is Ammah. And the second condition is Khasa. What does Ammah mean and what does Khasa mean? The first condition for these five to accept I'rab, the first is Ammah, general. General meaning. It applies on all of them. Okay? And khasa means it only applies on the last two. I mean, there's a specific condition for fuka and a specific condition for dhu. Uh, Are we all together? Like in this one, which is amma, applies on all five of them. Okay? All? All five of them. The first and its four conditions which are general. How many, can, gen, how many of it is? Uh, it's four conditions that are general. The first condition is it has to be mukabbara. It has to be mukabbara. Mukabbara, what does it mean in the Arabic language? Mukabbar means. The Arabs, they have the ability to, to, to minimize or low... I don't know, there was a word for it in English. To, be, to take a word and make it small. Like for example, when the great Imam, Shaykh Al-Albani, they said to him, Al-Allam, Al-Imam, Al-Muhaddith. He said, I'm to be alim. I'm not an alim. I'm not even a student of knowledge. I am a tuwaylib. Talib, tuwaylib. So he took the word talib and he did a sghir of it. Tuwaylib means I'm a baby student of knowledge. You see? Humility and humbleness of the Shaykh rahimahullah ta'ala. We consider him to be what? An alama. So, Tawaylib is Tasgir of Talib. Tawaylib is what? It's a Tasgir of the word Talib. 
Are we all together? This is called tasghir. This word cannot be tasghir. It has to be mukabbar. It has to be what? It has to be mukabbar. It has to be what? It has to be mukabbar. It cannot be. So you can't say to someone, Marartu, I came by. Bi ubayyuka. Bi ubayyuka. Bi ubayyuka. Marartu. It's meant to be bi abika, right? But he said, bi bi u bay you Hada Marartu I came by Bi Ubayi Ka. What did he do to the word? He did tasgir of the word Abu. He made it small. If it becomes tasgir, it's wrong. It's not Asma'ul Khamsa. Okay? It's not from the Asma'ul Khamsa. We, we dismiss it. Mufradah. The second condition, this applies all of them. You can't do tasgir of any of those. Okay? It can be done to all of them. The second condition is Mufradah. Mufradah means here, it can't be plural. It cannot be what? You can't make it plural. So for example, Ja'a'aba'ukum. Aba'ukum is plural, right? Ja'a'aba'ukum. Aba'ukum is plural. It's not mufrada. The condition was it has to be what? Singular. Aba'ukum is your father's. That's the second condition. It has to be singular. The word has to be singular. It cannot be plural. The fourth one is... The third one is mudafa. Mudafa means... Um, the word has to have an idafa. As you can see, all of these words, right after it is a what? called idafa. Idafa means ascription. Abu ka, your father. It can't just be Abu. But like Allah says, in kana lahu akhun. Akhun is not idafa. Akhun. Inna lahu aban shaykhan kabiran. Fakulna inna lahu aban. Inna lahu aban. Aban. There's no idafa. Where is the idafa? Are we all together? There is no idafa here. Akh. Walahu akhun. Are we all together? They have no idafa. There's no ascription. Okay? If it's not ascribed, it's not an isma'ul khamsa. It has to be mudafa. Again, what does mudaf, mudafun ilayhi mean in great details? It's going to come to us at the ending of uh, the book, inshallah ta'ala. So the, second, the third condition is that it has to be what? 
and yakuna mudafa. It has to be ascribed. The third one is the idafa that it is is idafatuha mutakallim, which is kind of an explanation of this one, which is ayakuna um, idafatuha. أن تكون إضافتها لغير يا المتكلم. The ascription has to be not to the يا المتكلم, the one who's speaking. Okay. So it can't be أبي. Even though it's a scription, right? Because you're describing the father to yourself, right? It can't be. You can't say. Uh, you can't say. أبي, I kissed the head of my father. Abi, you're describing it to yourself. No. It can't be. To what? It cannot be to a. Anything other than yeah. So you can say Abuka and etc. Ascribe it to other people. Abu Zaydin, Abu Khalidin. You can say that, no problem. But you can't attribute that father to yourself. You can if you want to in Arabic, no problem. But it's just not Asma'ul Khamsa anymore. It's not considered Asma'ul Khamsa. It has another ruling. Any of those four conditions, okay, it doesn't mean you can't do it in the Arabic language. That's not what it means. You can. It's just that you cannot do it and then hope for it to be hope for it to be Asma'ul Khamsa. It's no longer titled Asma'ul Khamsa. It is like any other singular word. The way you do I'rab of Zaid, Khalid, Amr, you do I'rab of it if it misses one of those conditions. Then there is a condition that's specific to do and fool. Okay, let's start with fu because it's the it's easier. The word fu, the word fuka, it has one condition. Antakhlu, antakhlu min al mimi. It can't have a mim inside the word. Remember the word fu, ka is your mouth, right? What else is uh, this cool Arabic, the mouth? Famuka. So it can't be famuka, basically. That meme has to be never come into this, this discussion. So it has to be without a meme inside there. The word fu and fam are both the same meaning. Huh? Huh? Yeah, any other idaf is no problem. Like it just can't be liya al-mutakallimin. We're going to come to it because dhu has a specific type of ascription. Also, we're going to now go into the word dhu, right? This is the condition for fu, and that's specific to fu. We have then dhu, and dhu has two conditions. 
the conditions of dhu is two. The first one is dhu has to be ascribed to a ismu jinsin zahir. Ismu jinsin zahir means look, you already have all seen on the board. Abu ka, ahu ka, hamu ka, fu ka. But we didn't say dhu ka. What did we say? Dhu ilmin. So the word dhu, it has to be ascribed to a ismu jinsin zahir. Dhu ilmin, dhu sharafin, dhu makanin. You have to ascribe it to a apparent noun. It can't be a pronoun. Okay? It has to be a apparent noun. Okay? And tudafa ila ismi jinsin zahirin. And tudafa ila ila ismi jinsin zahirin. Okay, and the second condition that Dhu has, and the second condition is that and takuna bima'ana sahib. And takuna bima'ana sahib means that the word Dhu has to have the meaning in there of possession because remember the ilmin means the possessor of knowledge it can't have other meanings that the word dhu takes which is it can't be ism mawsul it can't be what uh, ism mawsul like jaa dhu qama sometimes it can be like this jaa dhu qama jaa dhu qama this one's this is not, it doesn't have the meaning of sahib, possessor. It means The one who stood up came. Here it has the meaning of It has the meaning of This is not from Asma'ul Khamsa now. Okay? It's not from Asma'ul Khamsa. It has to have the meaning of the possessor. And it can't have the meaning of or any other meanings that it can take. Okay? That's a, that's a thing that goes back more. It goes back more to the issue of knowing the Arabic meaning and understanding the context. We've now taken seven of the things that we could do in Arab. Of. Last but not least, no, we've we've got two more left. We've done six. We've got two more left, which is jumping with the salim and what. Um, we have Jabr al-Mudakkar al-Salib and we have Af'al al-Khamsa and we have what? Af'al al-Khamsa What is Jabr al-Mudakkar al-Salib? Jabr al-Mudakkar al-Salib is exactly the same definition as the word Muthanna just what you can do is you say Lafzun Dalla Muthanna was what? Lafzun Dalla Ala Thnaini, right? Is lafzun dalla ala thnaini? That was a muthanna, right? The jam mudakkar salim is lafzun dalla ala akthara bin thnaini. That's all you just add in there. Lafzun dalla ala akthara bin thnaini. 
لفظ دل على أكثر من اثنين أدود أكثر من اثنين more than two لفظ دل so it's the same so far على it's still the same as the Muthanna here is where it becomes different على أكثر من just add أكثر من in between the على and the اثنين for the Jamma Dhakar Salim and the rest is the same the rest is the what? The rest is the same. Which is لفظ دل على أكثر من اثنين بزيادة في آخره صالح للتجريد وعطف مثله عليه. I'm sorry, you can't say وأغنى عن المتعاطفين. Get rid of that. Get rid of وأغنى عن المتعاطفين in the definition. And the rest is the same, inshallah ta'ala. The rest is the, it's the same. So it is لفظ دل على أكثر من اثنين. It's a word that indicates and shows more than two, more than two. بزيادة في آخره. And there's an additional that's added to the end. Okay. There's an additional letters that are added in the beginning. So we have the word. We have, we have Muslim plus Muslim plus Muslim. So I have three. How can I bring them all together? Say Muslimuna. Muslimuna. One, two, three. So this word Muslimuna shows more than more than three. More than two, sorry. So it's more than two. More than two. I can be plus four, plus five, it can be more, don't worry. I only said three because it's the bare minimum. Extra at the end. Are we all together? صالح للتجريدي If I want, I can remove the wow and known and it becomes Muslim again. صالح للتجريدي And also, it accepts وعطف مثله عليه You can, Muslim, 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 no problem. It has, you can say جاء المسلمون جاء المسلم والمسلم والمسلم You can say that if you want to. It's just not eloquent. Huh? It becomes very bad Arabic to say that. Just say مسلمون Just say what? Muslimuna. Now here pay attention. This is the trickiest thing and I want you to all pay attention to it. What we said, if we go back to two words, which is Al-Muthanna and Jam'u Mudakkar Salim. These two I want to speak about inshallah ta'ala. Al-Muthanna and Jam'u al both of them, they have additionals. Like, you have Muslim, let's take the word Muslim for both of them. The word is what? The chosen word is Muslim. We have Mus, to make it two, what do I say? 
مسلمان And when I will make it plural for the Jamr the Christianity, what do I say? Muslimuna. I can also say Muslimaini. And I can also say Muslimina. Hey, Shahid. La la, Shahid. What's the difference between, pay attention, this is the trickiest one. Shahid, your moment to shine, inshallah. Mus, I'm not going to read it. This is a dual, correct? And this is a plural. Look at both of the word. Hey, what's the difference between the two? So the fatah has a what? And the bottom one has a castle on it. See everybody different? Correct, Sahih. So, Muslimaini is when it's dual, and Muslimina is when it's plural. What is the difference between this dual and this dual? And what is also the difference between this plural and this plural? And both of, are, you, are these both Jamma Madhakarisalim? Yes, they are. Are these both Mutanna? Yes, they are. What is the difference? We'll take inshallah ta'ala next lesson. Okay? That's the whole chapter of I'rab. The whole chapter of Al-I'rab is to know the difference of when you say Muslimani and when you say Muslimani. When you say Muslimuna and when you say Muslimina, that's where you learn it. For example, you say Ja'a. Okay, I want to say hey, Ja'a. I now want to say the Muslims have come. Hey, how do I say it? Muhammad. Do I say Muslimuna or do I say Muslimaini? I'm a Muslimini, sorry. Hey, you say Muslimuna. Ya al Muslimuna. Why did you choose that and not this one? No, Muhammad, Muhammad. See, they went into Arab, you see. They're both plural. They specifically stuck with this one. And they're right. Muhammad is right to put that here and not put this one here. Why? Next lesson. You see? If, you, if he chose this one, even though that has plural in it, in exam I'll give him a, mist- a mistake. A multiple choice like that, he'll be given a mistake. And that's why when Arab comes, we have to do a lot of examples. We have to do a what? We haven't still gone into Arab. We're just trying to find out these eight, who are they? So then that we can start taking a lot of examples for them um, but I just wanted to point that out because I find that a lot of people do that mistake they always confuse it and uh, they get it wrong especially when books don't have harakat in it it's important that you know the difference okay when the books don't have harakat and it's both written like that you have to pick up the you have to what? You have to pick up the difference between the two. And of course, the context is going to tell you that what's being spoken about is dual and not plural. Now we're going to go to the last one, which is what? Sah? Yeah? Af'alul khamsa is what's left. And today we'll be able to finish. Um, and inshallah, we might even go to Arab today, inshallah ta'ala. The chapter of Arab, we touch on it today. Okay, what? 
is Af'alul Khamsa. I already touched on Af'alul Khamsa. Again, Af'alul Khamsa, I don't really like calling it Af'alul Khamsa. I don't think it's precise. Because it gives an impression like Asma'ul Khamsa were five, specific five. That's what Asma'ul Khamsa was, right? Asma'ul Khamsa is only these five. And maybe an additional one could be added to it, but it's only these. Af'alul Khamsa gives that impression that it's only five particular words, and it's not the case. Are we all together? It's not five particular words. It's just five forms in which the fi'l mudari' can come into. And that form can be applied on just about every fi'l mudari'. For example, we have the word yaf'alu. It originally come, came from the word fa'ala. Fa'ala yaf'alu. Are we all together? Now, Baraba. How do you make it into Fi'l Mubarak? What do you say? Yadribu. Pay attention to what you did here. You said, pay attention here. You said, the single, the, so it's Baraba. Fa'ala. When you converted fa'ala into a fi'l mubari, look what you said. You said yaf'alu. But when you converted the, the daraba into a fi'l mubari, you didn't say yadrabu. You said yadribu. Do you see that? Why did you make this one a fatha here and you made a kastara on here? This is nothing to do with grammar. The nuhat and the grammarians, they're like, I don't care. Simply as they'll say to you, I don't really care. The people who deal with that are called the ulama sarf. This is a science called sarf where you learn fa'ul kalima, aynul kalima, lamul kalima. Why did the aynul kalima here change? Into kasra here and into a? Sah? You sometimes see the word become what? Fa'ala. Is like this, right? And there's also there's fa'ila, and there's also fa'ula. Sah. For example, an example of fa'ala is what? For example, daraba, daraba. It's fa'ala. What about fa'ila? An example would be dhahika. Hey, anyone have an example of fa'ula? Yeah? Karuba. Karuba. Let's use the word karuba. You see that? The three, all of them are past tense verbs. Past tense verbs. And they've all come in different forms. Fa'ala. Daraba. Dahika. You didn't say dahaka. And karuma. Are we all together? Why? Again, this is nothing to do with what? Grammar. They don't care about this. They don't discuss this. This is another science. Are we all together? 
أبنية الفعل whether it's mujarrad whether it's mazid and how does it change from a fi'l madi into a fi'l mudari' into a fi'l amar it's got nothing to do with the grammarians but it's a science that's very important as you can see, right? it's a science that's very important especially when you want to read the word some people, first time if they see all this word they would say yadrabu and they will be so certain that's wrong so again it's important that a science called sarf is also studied Anyways, what I want to come back to is I want to come back to this word So what we said is the word يَفْعَلُ is a present verb Okay, if we loosely translate it يَفْعَلُ is a what? فِعِلْ مُضَارِعُ How do we know it's a فِعِلْ مُضَارِعُ? Because it starts with one of the One of the four letters that we mentioned أَنَيْتُ أَلِفْ نُونْ يَا and تَا Originally it was فَعَلَ An additional letter has been added to the front which is known as anaytu, alif, noon, ya, and ta. So it's a present verb. I know it's a what? I know it's a present verb. This word is now called fi'lul mudari'i alladhi lam yatasil bi akhiri shay. Nothing connected to it. It's a pure fi'l mudari'i. What can happen is this word can change into, it can convert into yaf'alani. It becomes yaf'alani, which is two people did it. And it can also become, remember that's a yaf'alani, so it becomes what? No. Taf'alani. Are, are we all together? These two are both called alifu, alifu al-ithnayn. Sah? It's the dual alifa in both of them, right? Good. And then we have, it can also change into what? It can also change into yaf aluna. And also what? Taf aluna. And now what's happened is they both have wow. If they both have got wow, it's called wow. Al-Jama'ah The wow plural And then you have Taf'alina it becomes Taf'alina is now becomes what? What's it called? Only one By the way, it can only be feminine Because the ta' has to be like that It's a feminine ta' now It's called Ya Ya al-mu'annathat al-mukhatabah المخاطبة. Does that make sense? So, we've got how many letters, how many words? Five words. That's why they called it أفعال الخمسة. It's يفعلاني تفعلاني يفعلون تفعلون تفعلين. The reason why I don't like the idea of calling it أفعال الخمسة is because you can use it for any verb. Give me any verb and I'll do it with it. It's not restricted to only these five. Does that make sense? It's any verb other than yaf'alu. Give me yadribu. I can say yadribani, tadribani, yadribuna, tadribuna, tadribina. Give me yadhaku, okay. Yadhaku, yadhakani, tadhakani, yadhakuna, tadhakuna, tadhakina. Now we're all together. Any word, any, any word it can be used for. 
So saying that it's af'alul khamsa is inaccurate. It's not correct. Because asma'ul khamsa are only those five. Only those six. Okay? There are no additional words you can... But here what it is is that any fi'il mudari' that finishes with aliful ithnayn wa'ul jama'ah or ya'al mu'annathil mukhataba is called af'alul khamsa. Bighaddin nadar of what that verb is. Don't give him... Don't look at the verb. Am I making sense? This is not um, This is called So here is And here is what? is one connects to it. Based on Allah Taala's mercy and His generosity and kindness, we've been able to understand the eight things that you do Arab of. Okay, there are eight things that you do Arab of. When you study the chapter of Arab, these eight that we've been doing in the last couple of lessons is what you do Arab of. You have to understand them, study them in more details. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to write the eight down. I'm going to write the what? The eight down. Okay. The eight are what? I'm going to write the eight down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. The eight are um, Isim Mufrat Isim Mufrat Jam'u Let me do it in order so you can remember it easily Do it in what? Do it in what? In order. First one, the second one is Al Muthanna. So singular, dual, and then we have what? Jam Taksir. Jam Al Muannath. السالم جمع مذكر السالم جمع مذكر السالم أسماء أسماء الخمسة And you have Lam 
الذي لم يتصل بآخره شيء. And now you have الأفعال الخمسة. There you go. The first six, first six, come from the ism. Remember, the ism mudhar, right? And the other one, the other two, they come from what? Um, There you go. In the chapter of the Arab, there's no such a thing as Fi'al Madi being done Arab of La Fi'al Amr. Are we all together? No Dhamir and no Huruf. And not even the isma mubhama. Ismu ishara and ismu mawsul. No one looks at any of those. These eight in the whole chapter of Iraq and mainly grammar is these eight. Now pay attention. When we were studying alamatul asma'i and alamatul af'al, because all we're now talking about is ism and af'al, right? So you need to recap something, which is. Before I mention this, I don't want to confuse you because this is an important recap. Does everyone understand this? Shall I rub it off? Yeah? I can rub it off, right? Okay, I want to... I want to... I want to mention something now. We understand the eight that we do Arab of. But what we want to understand is Alamatul Arab. The alamat of the Arab are four. Four alamat, four signs. One, two, three, and four. Alamat of the Arab are four. The first one is Arrafu. Second one is al-nasbu. Third one is al-khafdu. Al-jar, al-khafdu is al-kufiyun, the goal of the kufiyun. Slash if you want al-jar. Wow, that's strong. It wakes you up, huh? Does it only wake you up or everyone else as well? <laughs> and the fourth one is Al
And the fourth one is Al-Jazm. Okay, brothers, pay attention here. Again, this is one of the... This is very important. This is muhim. 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 It's very important. And that is... Al-Raf'u is a alama mushtarak. It's a sign shared by the asma and the af'al. You guys all understand that? And Al-Raf'u is a sign shared by the ism and the fa'il. Meaning the ism can have raf'a and the So what on the side I'm going to do is I'm going to write mushtarak. Mushtarak. Mushtarak means what? Shed. Shed by who? When we say ism, what isms are we referring to? We're referring to the six types of ism. Okay, this is what we're talking about right now. And the second one is what? The af'al. And af'al here we're referring to is what? The two types of af'al. The fi'l mudari'u alladhi lam yitasil bi akhiri shay' and af'al al-khamsa. Remember that. They both share al-raf'u. Al-raf'u is a alama mushtarak. It's a, it's a sign, alama, that's shared by the fi'l and it's also shared by the ism. Okay. Al-nasbu. Al-nasbu is also mushtarak. Also mushtarak. They both share mushtarak. Pay attention. When you're at al-nasbu, it's mushtarak. What about al-khafdu? Al-khafdu. Khafd is a alama khas for ism. So this is again al-ism. This is specific to the ism. Are we all together? It's the khafd is a unique sign of the ism. And al-jazmu. Jazm is a what? It's a alama unique for who? Al-fi'lu. Are we all together? Please pay attention to this. Al-raf'u is mushtarak, meaning the ism and the fi'l shah. Nasbu is mushtarak, and ism and the fi'l shah. Al-khafdu or al-jazm, jarru, whichever you want to call it. Al-khafdu, by the way, the Kufiin call it. And the Basriyin, they call it what? Al-jar. It's an ism. It's a unique alama for the ism. You're never gonna find jar am a khafd of a fi'l. Never. Unique for it, ism. And al-jazmu is what? It's a unique sign for the verb in the Arabic language. Are we all together? All on the same page. Now, if that's the case, what's going to happen? When you are in al-raf'u, you have to bring all of the eight. When you're in nasb, you bring all of the eight that we mentioned. Sah? Yes, no? How you bring all eight here? You bring all, all eight here. When you are in al-khafdu, al-jar, what do you bring? Only the six. When you are in al-jazmu, you bring what? Only two. Does that make sense? You bring those two. This. In that chapter, in this chapter, we only dis- we discuss all eight. In this chapter, we discuss all eight. In this chapter, we discuss six. 
And in this chapter, we only discuss two. Are we all together? Uh, pay attention now. All of these signs have a alama asliya and a alama far'iya. Meaning, the rafa has an original sign and it has a sub-branch that stems from the original one. All of them, I'll mention the alama asliya and next week I'll mention the alama far'iya and we'll discuss that in more details. Okay? The rafa, the alama asliya for it is a what? Al-dhamma. That's the original sign for it. What does that mean? What does an original sign mean? What are you referring to? I'll explain that in more details next week, okay? Don't stress too much about it. It's not a Morse code. I'll explain it what? Next week, inshallah ta'ala. Al-Nasbu, the alama asliya is a what? Al-Fatha. You all know the Fatha, right? Al-Fatha. And al-khafdu and al-jar, whichever you call it, the alama asli is a what? Al-kasra. Al-kasra. And the jazm, the alama asli is a what? It's a sukoon. So you can all imagine. A sukun can never be on an ism. Okay? An ism can never have a sukun. So it's only a fi'l. Kasra can never be on a what? It can never be on a fi'l. So it's only a unique sign of an ism. To make it easy, the alamat which are asliyah are always a harakah. And the alamat which are far'iyah are always a they are always a huruf except and I'll leave it for next lesson except some situations which will narrow down with situations so the difference between it is these are harakat you'll never see the alama asliya being a harf a letter so it's always a haraka dhamma is the original alama Fatha is the original alama, Kasra is the original alama, and the Sukun is the original alama. What does that mean? This is where it becomes tricky. And so I need to break it down. If I mention it right now, all of it, it'll go over your heads. And that's exactly what we don't want. Does everyone understand so far what's being said? Is it making sense? Is things adding up? The science, it requires tafsir just to make things easier, break it down. And we're going to now have to start some examples. Inshallah ta'ala, now that we're going to go into Dhamma, we're going to have to give examples. Examples, another examples, another examples. Until it makes sense. But first I want the principle to be understood. And then when I bring the example, the example explains the principle. Are we all together? If the example is brought and the principle is, isn't understood, it, the example will confuse you even more. Because the example will require explanation. Does that make sense? Is there anyone here who hasn't understood what I'm saying? Is there anyone who hasn't understood? I also encourage you, as I said last lesson, I encourage you, I encourage you to 
should not just depend on this class and just come to this class. I encourage you, go online and find other people. It doesn't have to be only my class. It can be any other person online that's explaining this book. Go on it and listen to it. Go on it and listen to it. If you do listen to it prior to the class, when you come, I reassure you, it will be a revision for you. Or extra additional points that I mentioned that maybe it wasn't mentioned in that class, you'll take it on here. Lakin, if you come only to this class without any prior reading, then you're going to really find it hard to understand. Let alone if you're not revising what we said last week. If you're not revising, you're just taking the book, just putting it on the shelf, and then on Friday, Friday, Saturday night, you're like, oh no, where's my book? Oh, subhanAllah, I can't find my book, I need to find it. Or after Fajr, you start looking for your book. Then what's going to happen is that it's grammar. We're going to recap what we said last week. Remember what we said last week. Remember what we said the week before. You have to be with us. Okay? And last but not least, every science, brothers, it's learnt and it's gained bitakrar, repetition. So we might finish this book and you feel like, hmm, it's kind of making sense. But maybe go over it another time and another time and another time until it becomes simple and easy for you. Does that make sense? You have to go over it maybe a couple of times. You have to go over it what? One of the stories I read about the concept of repetition and revision was a great scholar from India. His name was called Abdul Haq Al Hashimi, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. Al Allama Abdul Haq Al Hashimi. His son is still alive. His son is called Abdul Wakil ibn Abdul Haq Al Hashimi. Are we all together? And his son is a teacher of Sayyid Saleh ibn Abdullah ibn Hamid al Usaymi. Usaymi took ijazat from Abdul Wakil ibn Abdul Haq Al Hashimi who lives in uh, Saudi Arabia, Mecca. His father, Abdul Haq al-Hashimi, one of the things I read about his biography is that he used to do a recitation of Bukhari in three days. He'll finish the whole of Bukhari. Every three days he'll start again. When he reads Quran, he would read his Bukhari. He was addicted to reading Sahih Bukhari. Until it became it was like it was, it was his blood. To the extent they said that if he was asked a hadith, someone asked him a hadith, and it was in Sahih Bukhari, he would open Sahih Bukhari and maybe go before the hadith one page or two pages before it. The way he knew where it was exactly. Are we all together? Repetition. Whatever you revise and you go over it again and again and again, it becomes like like second nature, as they say. You'll know it inside out. Are we all together? You'll know it what? You'll know it inside out. So what I say to you is all go over what you learn again and again. And don't stop at one point. Just go over it again. So what we're doing right now, it might require, you, require from you the whole entire week to go over what I said. And alhamdulillah, may Allah reward brother Abdul Rahman and Kalima, these classes are being uploaded prior to the Friday class. The same class, it gets uploaded on the YouTube channel before the next week. 
So what I do encourage you is, last week's class is uploaded already. صح? And this week, inshallah ta'ala, will be uploaded before Friday, inshallah ta'ala. So watch it. Go over it again a couple of times and come to the class prepared, ready. Because brothers, this science is one of the sciences that if you learn, you become independent. It's important. What do you become? It gives you that freedom. An independent or relying on someone. Of course, it's not by itself, but it's from the sciences that make you independent. You're able to go to the Quran, you're able to go to the Sunnah. It's very important. Okay? So give a lot of importance to this because it opens the doors of the Islamic sciences. It opens the door of the Islamic sciences. Grammar opens that door for you. Tabdal. It's not Mu'rab, it's Mabni. Yeah. We're going to go into that in more details, inshallah ta'ala, later in the book, inshallah ta'ala. Any other question? Yeah, I call them sisters. What, should I call it brothers? You're going to get us in trouble, man. Sisters are more closer than brothers, no? Yes? These are very close. Yeah, yeah, nouns. Yeah, so six nouns which are sisters. Any questions? Yeah, there has to be the meme absent from the word, so it can't be femuka. It has to be fuka. Because the word fu and fem, they both mean that. They both mean the same. I remember one time I used to teach at Jerumiya, and every time I taught it, I've taught it more than 20, 30 times, honestly. And every time I taught this book, I'll always put Jam Mudakari Salim before Jam Mu'annath Salim. It just happens, you know. And a group of sisters, they complained. They said, why are you always putting the, the masculine plural before the feminine plural? And then I had to respond by saying, in the consensus of fiqh, the sufuf of the men is before the what? I'm going to have to take myself out of the situation, right? I have to give a khayru sufuf al-rijali awwaluha. The best line for the men is the front line, sah? وَخَيْرُ الصُّفُوفِ النِّسَاءِ آخِرُهَا And the best line for the women is the what? At the ending. No one ever complained after that. No one what? Complained. So the point is, the, uh, if you learn these eight, to be honest, actually go home and you study in more details, it's a mufarad, more about it, and you do the same with the Muthanna and you take all of its forms with all these eights get examples see if you can identify them in the Quran while you're reading it oh, it's Mufrad Allahumma barik oh, this is Jammu Dhaqarisari just, just be able to identify them it helps so when we come to I'rab um, you'll understand it more it's very vital that you do that. Any, any other questions? Huh. Huh. 
there's a rule. It's a rule, yeah. Naam. Huh? It's, we'd have to explain what is a qiyas, or what is mukhalifu lil qiyas, that which is in line with the qiyas, the analogy of the sarfiyid. Are we all together? Maybe if we finish this book a bit early, well, if we do. Maybe it's good to take that, just, just those words, how to convert them into fi'l mubarak. Maybe that would be wise. Just a small segment of it. If we, be, if we get the ability to. Like hasaba yahsibu, yahsabu, you can say both ways. Like which one is the qiyas, which is in opposition to the qiyas, which is nadir, whatever. These terms need to be explained a bit more than. Like that's why Ibn Malik has a, uh, a book on it. Fa'ila yaf'alu. He says, Babu abniyat al-fi'il al-mujarradi wa tasarifi. Lifa'ala lal-fi'ilu dhu tajrid aw fa'ula ya'ti wa maqsura aynin aw ala fa'ala. Wa dhamman min fa'ula lzam fil mudari'i waf. So maybe we'll take it from that, inshallah ta'ala. No problem, yeah. So mulhaq here, and then jannatain, right? Oh, no problem. Why is the jannatain there when there's mulhaq already there? That's another discussion. Can they, is it ta'kid? Is it ta'sis? That's another discussion. But they can't be, yes. Huh. Is there any difference between this no ilm and dhuqa? No, you can't say dhuqa. It can, but it just won't become Ismail al-Khamsa. It just will not be a small khamsa. Any other questions? Barakallahu feekum wa jazakumullahu khairan.